This podcast is powered by The Plug. Mm. Um, I feel like once you just start that, you know, you'll attract everything that you need to continue to do it. So For sure. just just start and, to ke- and keep going. Don't mm. give up because of things that happen to you. Mm. Damn, Q. Baby, you did that. What up, what up, what up, man? It's your boy, Shy. Shy versus everybody podcast. Voice of Detroit. Motherfucking podcast MVP in this motherfucker, man. It's your boy Shy. Shy vs. A-Body Podcast, episode 184. We got a, uh, another young Pontiac legend in the building. Gemini baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Birthday June 12th. Ooh. She young. She might be 21, dog. It's her special year. 21 in the game and stuff. <laughs> she a businesswoman. Got her own lip gloss line. You know what I'm saying? Singer. You feel me? We got Lauren Nicole in the building. Hello. Wow. How you, feel? you, you knew a lot. And you know, I try to do Whoa. a little research and stuff. You know, I try to separate myself. This is the best podcast in the city. Yeah, that's you dope. Feel me? <laughs> I didn't even know. I'm yeah. just <laughs> So yeah, your birthday was you um you're not too far from me. I'm June twenty first. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like that borderline cancer Gemini. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess I'm two faced and crazy and sad. <laughs> it be like that. No, I feel you. Yeah, feel yeah, you. yeah. So how you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm excited to be here. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm yeah. glad you uh decided to come. You know, a lot of people you send that message too, they don't respond back. Yeah. But you did. I had to. I've been like I said, I've been watching you for a while. I mm-hmm. respect the grind and I'm just ready to network and collab, sure, so I'm sure. here. Now, I did feel old when I found out you about to be 21. Like, oh, my God. So, that means you were born, 21. what, 03? Yeah. Bro, she said 03. 03? <laughs> that's insane to say. Dang, that was, that's insane to hear. Cause I was born, <laughs> I'm 37, so it's like... You're 37? Yeah, yeah, I'm old. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, dinosaur out here. Just, man. <laughs> man, I feel old. Every time I have somebody on the show, it's like they get younger and younger. Yes. yes. And I usually don't let people under 21 come, but really? I did my research and you you a little different. Oh, thank so, yeah. you. Wow, yeah. I did not know that. For sure, for sure. Appreciate for sure. you. So if you're under 21, you're a special person. Thank you. <laughs> now, That's um, what's up. we start every show with Salute Me While I'm Here. A okay. lot of times we wait for people to pass away before we give them their flowers. Oh, wow. But it can't be an easy answer. It can't be your mom. Okay. I don't know if you... I don't think... You're not in a relationship. I did my research. But it can't... <laughs> you're right. You ain't got no kids either. So <laughs> no, it, it no. can't be moms. It can't be nobody. It can't be no siblings. It got to be somebody out of that easy answer. So you got somebody you want to send some love to? Oh wow, that's a really hard question. You know, um, <laughs> somebody I want to send love to. Can it be like? Does it have to be a specific person, or can it be like? It could be whoever, people? as long as it ain't your, uh, as long as it's not your mama. Um, can I send a <laughs> send message and encouragement to like all the girls and little girls yeah, trying sure. to become something? No, go ahead. Um, if you're trying to go for dreams and if you have something that you want to aspire to be, please do not give up and keep going. Mm. Um, do not let people limit you and um, project their insecurities onto how far they think you can go. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just keep going. Like, if you're still living and breathing, you have blood flowing through your brain, veins, I said brain. <laughs> <laughs> veins, you still have the ability to become whoever you want to become. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give my flowers to everybody, not even just girls, anybody who's trying to conquer a dream because mm-hmm. it's hard. See, I'm talking about Q. That's why I say she would be a, you know, saying a good person on the show. Now, my salute is going to go to Detroit because uh, <laughs> th- over this weekend we had a big concert at uh, Little Caesars Arena. It was a uh, Team mm-hmm. Eastside, Dope Boy Cash Out. If anybody know that whole history, it was a little beef back in the day Ooh. and stuff like that. People didn't really get along. But mm. over the years, things got better. People started working together. They was able to throw what, probably one of the biggest concerts in Detroit. Yeah. You know, they had uh, Boosie there, Yo Gotti, Young Jeezy, Meek Mill. Like, it was pretty dope. So it was good to see Detroit, you know what I'm saying, work together because, you know, we got so much history of beefing with each other. Yeah, yeah. So my salute is to the 
City of Detroit, Team Eastside, Doughboy Cash Out. If any of y'all want to come on the show, let me know. <laughs> come on the show now. Now, uh, it's 2024. <laughs> we already mentioned this is your 21st year. Whew. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, but you know. But talk about <laughs> the year prior. Like, how was 2023 for you as an artist and oh, as a God. person? Um, 2023 was one of the most difficult years I've actually had musically. I almost gave music up. Mm -hmm. um, it just felt like I was in this toxic cycle of, like, trying something that just wasn't working out. Mm -hmm. And, like, granted, it was working out, but when you get into thinking about the things that aren't working out you kind of like dig yourself into a hole mm -hmm. and you'll start to think that you're not achieving anything because all you're focusing on is the bad stuff for sure so yeah. i feel like i fell into a hole of just focusing on the bad stuff when really like i i got my first three movie placements mm -hmm. on um That's dope. if i can't by mina monroe oh yeah she's my song block <laughs> yeah like and I, that's not something I sought out or anything. She found it, and I just found out that she used it oh, for scene licensing. So, and there was a couple other movies that got used in, um, and even just like losing myself to find myself again. I started like, I don't know, just wallowing mm -hmm. in in the funk. So, mm -hmm. um, at the end of the year, I was like, "Girl, you had this is one of your best years because you got lost to get found again." Um, so yeah, it was just really hard. So like, was, was things not moving quick enough for you for as far yeah, as the music? Yeah, I feel like. Because I've been doing music for so long, like, mm -hmm. since I was 13, honestly. Like, yeah. I started, like, just investing into my singing and mm -hmm. career and writing. Um, and when you are an artist and when you have, like, you set, like, an almost unrealistic goals no, for, for sure. yourself. I do, too, to this day. Yeah, it's like, I need to be Beyonce by the time I'm 18. Yeah, sure. And if I'm not, then this it's is, over. I'm failed. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I put so many high expectations on myself and so mm -hmm. much pressure. And I'm, I can be a perfectionist. So when I don't reach a goal by the time I thought it should look like. Yeah. It's like you're failing, but yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you can only trust God's timing. Mm -hmm. And I say now, I'm so thankful that I didn't get what I want when mm -hmm. I wanted it because I was not ready for it. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for so, sure. I say a lot, even with like interviews with certain people. Like yeah. I'm glad I didn't get that interview earlier because yes. I wouldn't have been prepared. Yes, you, you didn't have the saying? capacity or even the knowledge or experience yeah. to like understand that in that time being. So is that something you want to focus on as far as like the music placements and movies? Because that's that's something that people don't really realize. Like you can make a lot of money like on T V shows, commercials, you movies. You really can and even just getting that exposure, like it, it introduces you as an artist to people that would have never heard you for sure. if it hadn't gone on the movie. Yeah, because there's a lot so. of movies I watch like, dang who was that? Yeah, you, you <laughs> gonna hit that Shazam. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, be like, oh, what okay. song is this? <laughs> right, exactly. And I get I get honestly I was like, how am I getting so many Shazams? I get like hundreds of Shazams mm -hmm, a week. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh you do have your song and movie that's probably for where it's from and yeah. so yeah it, it's definitely something that um i think is a great avenue mm -hmm. to use that's dope that's dope yeah. what about personal how was your how was the year for you personally um it was bad oh, <laughs> it was bad but good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. i definitely i i'm very huge on mental health and i i have a lot of mental battles that i just struggle day-to-day -day. anxiety depression mm -hmm. intrusive thoughts racing thoughts ocd like there's just so many things that i've uh attained just growing up from my childhood trauma so mm -hmm. um yeah like when you get into those like deep wallowed like holes it mm -hmm. does have a mental toll on yeah. you that's yeah, why yeah. i was like i almost gave it up because it just nah. felt like nothing was getting better for so. sure i definitely want to tap into that because I, like i said i did my research and stuff so i yeah. know a lot about you <laughs> <laughs> which i really appreciate that's really dope <laughs> but uh, before we get into that since it is 2024 we talking about last year what are some goals you set for yourself this year what you want to see yourself personally mm. you know what I'm saying and with the music side as well um i definitely want to just be more patient and 
like do better at letting go mm-hmm. i can like be so passionate about something that it's all i think about all day and mm-hmm. like it can become obsessive yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like it's also a good thing because it's what keeps me driven and it keeps me like going mm-hmm. at the same time if you hold on to something you're not allowing the energy to come to you for sure so it's like i'm blocking my own blessings because i'm letting i'm yeah. holding on to yeah, it so yeah, tight yeah, yeah, yeah. so definitely just patience trusting god timing and really just keeping my head down and working and letting god do what he's gonna do mm-hmm. um and personally just like giving myself more grace I can yeah. be like really hard on myself oh, yeah, and it yeah. can cause like just self-destructive no, for sure, yeah. habits. I know. So yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I know, you know, cause I got a daughter. She, she's young though. My daughter only three years old. Aww. So I don't want her ever being in a relationship. So I know relationship, <laughs> you're 20. So I know that's out the picture for you right now. You should be just focused on music, yep. music, yep. and life. Yep. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to tell my daughter that like, listen, hey. 25 that's when you yeah it's not (laughs) worth it it's not i've been in the relationships and they just led me to darker holes Mm -hmm. um ultimately i ended up in a better spot because it taught me lessons but it's not the funnest thing when you're trying to you know live life talk about that like young relationships young love because i remember like my little middle school girlfriend (laughs) i thought we was gonna get married everything like no for real (laughs) that's like what i feel like that's what our uh family teaches us almost Mm -hmm. like when you grow up in households they teach you the white picket fence they Mm -hmm. teach you're gonna get married to your first love yep yep i just knew it like we was 13 and 12 12. I was 13, she was 12. We're gonna be high school yep. sweethearts. We did make it till get... we was 19. That's yeah. really impressive. I hope my wife ain't watching this, but hey, I'm just talking about the <laughs> right. old days. Old days, old days. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah, we gonna get married for sure. That's really cool. I mean, I think it's because I mean, I've seen it happen so many times, and I think it does come from like the generation before us. That was their thing. Mm-hmm. Like they met in middle school yep, yep. and they together at 50. Exactly, exactly, so, exactly. They went through cheating, everything, and man, still together, still, still fighting together. Yeah, for still sure. Still tearing each other up, fighting yep. it. Still hate each other, but still love each other. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, I I wouldn't about that life after mm-hmm. after my situation. Situations, it, it just wasn't fun. It really is. And for me, like when I got into the relationships, it was me kind of trying to fill a void within myself. Mm-hmm. It was like me seeing all my friends get in relationships at like yeah, 12 so. and 13. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, how come nobody like me? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, it just, it wasn't worth it. It definitely led me. I think I lost like 40 pounds. No, not 40, 20 pounds in mm-hmm. like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was the smallest I'd ever been. I was depressed because the guy, you know how young men can be. They can be manipulative no, sure, and like try to sure. play with your heart. That's so. crazy. Yeah, I just always wanted, yeah, that, that young love is funny. It is. You know, it's my, hilarious. My son, uh, he just turned 17, but mm. I remember his first little heartbreak. Oh. He was in a room, laying down, wouldn't get up. I'm like, boy, yes. get, come on, get up. Man. Ice cream, eating all the food <laughs> yeah. you can think of. I had to call his mom. Like, hey, can you please call him and tell him to just get up, man? Because <laughs> coming from me, I, I'm not even soft or nothing. I'm like, hey, man, get get your butt up. Yeah, yeah. mom was here, I'll say different words. but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he laying down, head hurting, hungry. Like, man, come on, bro. Get get your butt it up. It literally, dog. it makes you, like, you feel like your world is over. And it's yeah, really not. It's no. not over at all it's it just do. starting it do it do it do because I, I i remember my little heartbreak i'm on the couch sitting there every day like <laughs> dang it's like, like i'm man. never gonna love again yeah. Yeah, ever 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 yes yes <laughs> and then it's like after that i know a lot of people go down this path of like i'm gonna dog everybody i'm with next mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i feel like that is what kind of causes like people to be heartbreakers yeah for sure for sure heartbreak. yeah dog everybody <laughs> <laughs> no for real <laughs> now uh music yeah and relationships mm-hmm. we, we i just want to Speak on this real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How many people use music to try to get on you? Like, try to talk to you? Like, hey, let's work on music. Yeah. Hey, you're beautiful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you go through that. Oh Everybody go through that. Mm, it, okay, so <laughs> thankfully, I do bring my mom everywhere I go. For sure. But there has been, like, like I... 
I won't even tell them that my mom's yeah. coming sometimes because like, I want to see your intentions. Yeah. yeah. It's like, um, they, they definitely do. Like if they want to do a studio session and you can kind of like feel the vibes when somebody's reaching out mm-hmm. to you. Like if you already sending me hard eyes and then you find, exactly. it's like, and you ask me to do a song with you. Hey, on, I know beautiful. a tip you, right. I'm like, and which is okay. I think you can come compliment somebody, yeah. but you can kind of feel when somebody's trying to come at you and mm-hmm. it's like, they'll use the music to get to you. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm just, I feel like we're going to work. It needs to be strictly business. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do the whole mixing business with pleasure yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, for and, sure. A, and a lot of men like, that I've ran into, they they like get mad at you. I t- there was one dude that told me like, yeah, because you know, Tupac declined the feature from uh, Michael Jackson and look who he became. <laughs> I'm like, you're not Tupac. Like, yeah, stop. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, man. So, and I'm not even saying that to discredit his work. I yeah. thought he was a dope artist, but it's like, I'm not comfortable meeting with you because you've already tried to come yeah, at me get so at many yeah. times. Mm-hmm. He's even sent me inappropriate like pictures. Oh, yeah. And it's like, dude, you're about yeah. to get blocked. Yeah, he's tripping. Okay. No, dude's funny, man. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. See, mom coming with that thing. Like. <laughs> but see, I already knew. You can ask my producer. I told him, I said, looking at your, uh, you know what I'm saying, looking at your social media and stuff like that, I'm like, I bet you her mom be with her. She does. I already knew it. Everywhere. And I think it's important as a young woman, especially in a, a, a field that is so men heavy, like mm. it's like a lot of men around, you have to have, even whether it's your mom, your best friend, you have to have sure. somebody with you because yeah. you don't know what environments you're walking Exactly. It's like, you don't know, we could be crazy people. Right. You know, what I'm you know? Yeah. and it's like, you need that protection. No, you do. Around. You do. You do. You do. Now, uh, speak, speak on that. I, like <laughs> I said, I did. You know what I'm saying? See that you and your mom got a close relationship mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Speak on and I know I heard, you know, saying stuff in the in the, in the music about your mom referencing her. Yeah. Talk about your mom and the importance of her and having like somebody that's right there besides you. I think it's really important. Like the times I was talking about like giving up on music, like mm-hmm. she's the one, like she believes in me more than I believe in myself sometimes mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Like she literally is the one. Like when I broke I broke down in the bathroom just like crying and I was like, Mom, I can't do this anymore. And she was like, If you don't get your butt up, she's like, yeah. We've worked too hard. Sure. you've gotten too far to give up now and that's what the enemy wants you to think he yeah. wants you to give up because you have a purpose to fulfill sure. so she kind of just keeps me centered and reminded of like my purpose and the mm. path that god's taking me on and like when i get you know weary mm. she kind of centers me back yeah. and yeah. kind of just almost like it's like my team but like she's my team For sure. yeah. <laughs> he's my mental good so that i can do what i'm supposed to For sure. no shout out to uh to mama lauren shout out to mom <laughs> man yeah, I, don't, I would up. not be here without her i ain't gonna cap no for sure for sure now early on you spoke on <laughs> mental health and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i know you uh 10 years in therapy you know yes what made you even go i know you you, you know that was like what 11 years old or whatever. <laughs> yes. what made you go and did you have doubt about going there first um yeah so my mom got me into therapy shout out to moms again mm-hmm. um i was going through a lot in my childhood her and my dad were going through a lot like and i was just watching them go through mm. just traumatic events um and in school i was having a hard time adjusting and then she had got sick she had four brain surgeries so she was dying and um that's a lot for a 10 year old like your dad i mean my dad don't have a close relationship so that was very toxic i definitely got a question about that later on oh yeah i got all the (laughs) the answers for you with that too um so yeah it was like i she was dying it's like i don't have i felt like i was gonna lose her and i only have him left Mm. um so yeah, she was. She saw that the inter- internal battle I was starting to fight and the things I was going through. She was like, "I think you need to go to therapy." Sure, and I was yeah. like, "I don't want to go to therapy." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, she, she really did kind of like force it, but and I used to be so mad at her. I was mm. like, "I don't want to go to therapy." Yeah. Like I used to honestly not even want to talk to her after, because in my household I was taught that you like not from her, from my dad. You're not mm. allowed to talk about your emotions, and yeah. that emotions are weak, and that like yeah. crying is sensitive fight or emotional. It, yeah. So um. 
I'm thankful for it now though because it really has taught me how to regulate and has taught me that like emotions are actually probably the bravest strongest things you can express and mm-hmm. talk about yeah. um but yeah I, it was a battle i did not for like sure. her <laughs> yeah, for, <sure. laughs> for a minute i'm like i'm not talking to you yeah. <laughs> what would life be like without therapy i probably wouldn't be here mm. i really wouldn't i like i said i still to this day being in a therapy i just had a breakdown before i came here about mm-hmm. my internal mental battles yeah um the the battle of the mind intrusive thoughts and also like race it just it can take over you mm. um and com- sometimes it can feel overwhelming so without those tools i i wanted to just not be here oh, the man. only thing that kept me here is her and mm. like i didn't have the means to do it like yeah. the courage to take myself out but mm. i really would not and now, music saved me for sure now what about the ones that you know going through what you was going through at the time and but they can't afford therapy. You know what I'm saying? It costs too much. What, what What's your advice, you know what I'm saying, for those, for those girls or young I'd men? I'd say even if you don't have the means to get therapy, definitely just find someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like whether that's your friend, whether it's your brother, your mom, family member, whatever that is for you, like talk to somebody. Because a lot of us feel um, like we're going to be judged mm-hmm. or feel like it's weak if we do talk to somebody. So I feel like we kind of just suppress it and internalize what we feel. Mm-hmm. But just talk. And if you can't talk, write it down. Yeah, like that's sure. where music came for mm-hmm. came from for me. Like if when I didn't have the words to say, writing it down and then turning your pain into art and making it something consumable for somebody else is healing. Yeah. No, for sure. So yeah. just finding healthy ways to cope, I think yeah. is. I was not thinking like you route. at twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not one bit. I'm done. <laughs> I'm thinking about twenty. So at yeah, twenty, I had a one year old son. Wow. Yeah, I was, and I was just thinking reckless. <laughs> I was taking care of my son for sure. He came yeah. first, but at Aww. that reckless time. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. There was demon time. Yeah, 2021, I was not thinking about that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it, it took me to get older to realize, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. It's real life stuff. Yeah. Back yeah. then, I'm thinking I'll take care of my son at work, but mm-hmm. I was just thinking about fun, fun, fun. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. wasn't thinking about no life stuff until I got in my mid 20s. Wow. Yeah, but 2021, yeah, this dude. He was, he, was, he was in my family. I was just thinking reckless things, seeing him do reckless stuff. Wow. My, my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so it was just reckless time. Yeah, reckless time. No, I get it. What was your first breakthrough? Like, what was the first time you actually discovered something as far as going to therapy? Like, like dang, I didn't realize that about myself or um, about this situation. Definitely, um, I want to say, I think it was when I was like 13. Mm-hmm. I had been going for three years at that point, and I was going through a lot of stuff in school and just emotionally, um, and really figuring out I had really bad daddy issues, mm-hmm. and figuring out that that relationship stemmed um, or, or created a lot of my internal issues. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it kind of it just made me be aware, and it helped me kind of like go through life differently. I feel like I was like I said on like more a self destructive path, mm-hmm. and um, it just helped me be more aware and to not project onto people and to kind of just be in a state of self reflection all the time, for sure, so that I could heal yeah. and move on. <laughs> Do you feel like your therapist should be the same race, same gender? Um, I feel like it all really just depends on your comfort level. For me, like I don't. I don't put a like how it should look like. I feel like if you know what you're doing and mm-hmm. you can help, that's all I care about. For sure. Um, now it does help for some people. Like some people, like if you're black, they prefer a black woman or a black man, um, mm-hmm. just because they feel like they can relate, relate. to you yeah, and your experiences. Yeah. So that is a thing too. But um, I've had I've had black, I've had white, mm-hmm. I've had mixed, I've yeah. and and they all offered. I've had young, I've had old. They yeah. all offered something different. To me, did, so. you, did you ever have a therapist like, oh no, you full of it? I can't, I ain't, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow I'm out, like, yeah, yeah, no, I definitely have to. Some of them, um, it was more like gossip sessions, it felt like yeah. it was like they just wanted 
your tea. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, what's the tea this week? And they just sat back and ate their popcorn. And <laughs> just chill out. It's yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. So, some of them, I, and that's okay, too. I had to realize, like, some people think, like, when you go to therapy that the first one is going to be it. It's like, mm-hmm. no, therapy is just like a relationship you find yeah, with somebody. You got to find the right one. Yeah, it yeah. has to mesh. They have to understand your specific issues. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and that could be hard. What do you say to the ones that believe, like, people use mental health as an excuse? Like, some people scream mental health, but, you know, saying that because that's the thing now. What do you what do you say to those people who don't even like oh they, they just using that excuse they ain't really going through anything like what do you say to those people? Um, I'd say use your common sense <laughs> <laughs> because that is a thing. Some people do like there is like people that play victim mm-hmm. and are do not want to be accountable and not don't want to be aware of the things that they do. So mm-hmm. in order to dodge accountability, they they use that so that people can feel bad for them. But I feel like it's all in knowing who you're dealing with mm-hmm. and um like. Do, don't basically have grace for people like from knowing who they are know is this their character they, yeah. it really goes back to character so mm-hmm. judge it based off of who you know them to be like yeah. do they usually just play a victim yeah, yeah, or do yeah, they yeah, really yeah. need help for sure so yeah, yeah, but common yeah. sense isn't so common all yeah. the time no not at all people like I told, have told me I've done that yeah <laughs> like I'm I pride myself on being self reflective so if I'm crying for help I really need it yeah 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 so, so, like you said common sense ain't really you know it's people ain't common. got it yeah, <laughs> people out here man like, yeah, crazy man. yeah they really <laughs> are when did you realize it was okay to be different? Um, just recently, actually. <laughs> um, I'm I'm actually dropping a song called "I Don't Fit and I Stand Out." Um, mm-hmm. and it was another night I had a breakdown with my mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she kind of brings out these breakouts, cries that I have, but it it almost releases a new like yeah. level of awareness. It's in like y'all me. crying together, like hugging. Yeah, like, yeah, oh! for real. Like we just been, we. I promise no, you, before okay. I got here, I was sobbing. I yeah. cried for two hours last night, just yeah. sobbing about just stuff in general. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I want to say maybe it was like. Was that like November, October ish? It was like November, October ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't realize I had a lot of suppressed emotions. Mm-hmm. As much as I express, I also can like suppress a lot the things that have hurt me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of like reminded me of like how I didn't feel like I didn't fit in when I was younger and I was ashamed of it mm-hmm. and I felt different from everybody else. But now I feel empowered by it because mm-hmm. I feel like being different is what makes you unique and it's what makes you stand out. And mm-hmm. if we were like everybody else, then what would be cool about like living? Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. I remember a young lady I was sp- speaking to when mm-hmm. I was like 15, 16. Yeah. I was on phone where she was like you different I'm like what you mean like, you actually want to have a conversation I'm uh, like huh yes, like, yes. I'm asking her things and stuff trying to figure out who she is and she used to do just trying to be like hey can I come over can I do this with you like yes. I, was, I, I was too scared anyway but yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm just trying to, hey what's your That's favorite TV different. show like TV show like like yeah. you don't want to come over and yeah. you know try something I'm like uh, I'm a little scared right now but yeah which is so cool because that is usually the story sure, like yeah. they usually just want to come over link I'm like if, don't tell, don't ask me to link yeah, I don't no. want to link link and bill right <laughs> if you had to get this last year a movie title what would it be ooh um let me see it's always a stumper dang <laughs> cause there's just so many things that yeah. um happened mm-hmm. I don't know I guess kinda how I said earlier um maybe lost and found mm-hmm. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, yeah I like that one. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> now, uh, what's something that you f- still fighting through to be a better artist or a better person that still may be holding you back from getting to that next level? 
I really just think my my passion is, and it sounds crazy mm-hmm. because most people be like, passion is good. It keeps you driven, like driven. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when I, I'm so passionate that it's all I can, like sometimes just all I think about, and it mm-hmm. kind of becomes this unhealthy mm-hmm. kind of like thing. You think so? Yeah, because yeah. it keeps me in a state of I don't have it, and it's yeah. like you really like you have to think in the mindset of you already have it. You're just walking towards it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I get into those states of like I'm not doing anything yeah, or yeah, I yeah. haven't achieved anything because I'm looking at it as I as I'm stuck or something yeah. and it's like no I'm growing yeah. and it's a constant evolution now are you thinking that way just because the deal ain't came or just because you haven't had like that breakout song or album or yeah like that? 100% yeah. it's like I'm looking and that's another thing I used to um kind of like almost despise my accomplishments mm-hmm. like or what is it called Min- minimalize them mm-hmm. as if they weren't huge and I'm, I'm really learning to understand that all moments are big moments yeah, yeah, and yeah. that that moment is just a big moment of all the big the little moments that you've had mm-hmm. and the big moments that you're creating so yeah. but I mean, i'm even looking at it like you 20 you probably 21 you got two albums out already yeah it's like some people ain't even dropped the first a one they quite yeah <laughs> and they call yourself an artist like <laughs> i tell this dude this all the time like I had people come on the show and with a single or with EP and it's like what what what's going on? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You advertise yourself <laughs> for this one moment, but then you not stay stay building. Yeah, like what you're right. seeing that you consistently, you know, what I'm saying showing things on on social media. If that's a, a remake of a song or yeah. you know, what I'm saying you're doing something. Yeah. So that's an accomplish, accomplishment within itself you're because right. Thank a lot you, of people yeah. don't, and your album what you 21 songs. Mm-hmm. The first one was 17. Mm-hmm. So it's like. People ain't dropping seven songs. <laughs> right. You know You're what I'm saying? So right. to me, that's a that's a you Huge know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wouldn't even think like that because you you still young, you still yeah. building, so it's still you still got plenty of time. Yeah, you're right, and that's yeah. the thing too. I get caught. I'm like, I feel like I'm always like running out of time. Yeah. That if I don't get it now, then I'm never gonna get it. Exactly. So, now, when you say like not not you know, like I say I got a lot of people on the show that. You know, they they do things, but they don't really do things. So I think you, I think you were heading the right direction. Thank you. you know I saying? appreciate it. I yeah, really yeah, do. I wouldn't even be down on myself if I was you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> now, you. what's something that you figure out? Like, dang, I didn't know I was even capable of doing this. Um, I want to say one of my biggest fears used to be performing in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is kind of what also held me back from pursuing artistry. I used to like feel like paralyzed yeah. when I had to sing in front of one person. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when I started performing in the recept, like the, the reactions I would get mm. and um, just becoming more confident in it is something that I didn't think I would be capable of. Mm. Like I seen it in my head, but it just felt so scary. Because <laughs> I, it, Honestly, like that's how I said, childhood trauma really does haunt you because it was like I wanted acceptance from the crowd and I wanted to be good enough and mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was good enough to yeah. be that. So no, for sure. Proud of myself for conquering yeah. that because it's yeah. scary. Yeah, back when I wanted to be an artist, I wasn't too good, I guess, because I'm, oh. I'm doing I'm a podcast now. But <laughs> that was scary, like like being in front of people, like yes. no matter if it was one or a hundred. It's so yeah. scary. I do not like people looking exactly, at me. Exactly. Like, oh, like shoot. don't look at yeah. me. Yeah, then you can't perform with your head down. Yeah, so you, gotta, you gotta make eye contact. Exactly. You gotta interact. Yeah, we gotta be able to move a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have to have stage presence. And I used to be like, that's how I knew this is my purpose, because they always say the things that scare you the most is what you're supposed to do. I was mm-hmm. telling my mom, I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, yeah. I didn't sign up to be an artist. It's just a calling that yeah, I feel sure. spiritually. So mm-hmm. I just have to push through it and yeah. at the end of the day, how my many, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. How um, many shows have you done? Um. Oh my God, I, I lost count. Oh, shoot, that, oh so you good now? You a pro? Yeah, yeah. I've become very good at it. Yeah. Thank God. I feel like there's of course room for improvement, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, it. God trained me. He yeah. he gave, gave me the opportunities to get better at it. What conquered sure. that fear though? As far as like being out there showing yourself and performing in front of people, like what conquered? What, what finally you got over that hurdle? Like, all right, I'm good. Really, just getting out there and doing it, mm-hmm. like not making any excuses and like 
I pray before every performance and mm-hmm. I say, God, give me the ability to do what I can't do. And mm-hmm. he, it's almost like an outer body experience. Like I trained my mind to think like, it's not you going up on stage. Yeah, for sure. It's like an alter ego version yeah, yeah, of you yeah, that yeah, is yeah, confident yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. is not shy at all. Cause real me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, just, <laughs> I have to just get out of my head and like become somebody else to do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's really cool when you get up there and do no, it. No, that's dope. But, it's almost like blacking out. Yeah. <laughs> What's your day-to-day life away from music? Like, what brings you fun and joy? Um, That's so funny mm. because music. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, don't. We were just talking about this. My mom was like, you need to, like, because that's the thing. I don't really have a balance. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, you, you're young. You still need to be, like, youthful and, like, go have fun with exactly. your friends. I don't think about hanging out with yeah, people. I don't. Music, 100%. Literally. Yeah. Like, I don't like talking on the phone. I don't like doing anything if it's not adding value to where I could be, mm-hmm. which is kind of, it's like I said, it's good, but it's bad because I'm, you can lose yourself yeah, in yeah, trying sure. to just focus on that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm working on that. Yeah. So, I can't really tell you right now <laughs> i'm gonna try to figure it out yeah no, that's, that's cool that's cool <laughs> hey but hey you locked in yeah you got tunnel vision yes yeah, yes that's for what's sure <laughs> worst advice and best advice you received oh um best advice i've received is to like not care about what any, anybody thinks about you and mm. kind of how i said earlier to not let anybody limit you mm-hmm. um i i feel like it's easy to listen to people's opinions or people's like what they want for for you or see for yourself and yeah. they don't see your visions that god gives you mm-hmm. um worst advice hmm to t- it's funny because taking like somebody told me to just take risks mm-hmm. i think risks are cool um to a degree yeah but they can also be kind of like toxic <laughs> no, <for laughs> sure, just, yeah. like, just do it jump in right yeah. it's like some things you have to think about before you do it so oh, no, probably you do. that you do you do you do you, do. you gotta put a little bit of thought into <laughs> right, it right a little bit don't be <laughs> impulsive yeah 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 now you are coming up you'll officially be an adult in june yes but what 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 you feel like was your first adult decision that you made so mm. far like like wow like i'm i'm really growing up in life oh man that's a really hard question i try i can't that's great <laughs> yeah that's that's a i don't i really can't i don't even know if i could tell you yeah. um <laughs> i don't know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i don't know just honestly choosing up to get up to go to work every day i guess paying mm-hmm. bills it's Maybe definitely some it. yeah. It's definitely some adult things to do. Like yeah, paying bills is not fun. I hate it. Oh my god, I you want got, my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and things are getting higher and higher. Like, bro, man, I'm like, can y'all at least pay us more to make up for what exactly. we gotta pay for? You need a second job to go to the grocery store. Man, man. <laughs> Speaking of grocery, I got some bread yesterday, a loaf of bread, and when I opened it up. I was kind of, I was sad because oh. of the, the bread. Every piece of bread had a hole in it. And I'm not talking about like a uh, 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 what's saying. Like I'm talking about. Oh my! <laughs> so I'm like, hey man, this costs too much money, man. <laughs> so when you say grocery, that's the first thing I thought about was this bread I bought yesterday. Man, that's I'm a, ridiculous. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, send my producer the uh, the picture so he can <laughs> insert it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you say you that's that, yeah that's paying bills. Like once you oh. realize you want to move out your parents' house, but once you finally do, you like, oh my god. For real, yeah. I, I told him. I said I don't know how because I still live with my mom. I said I don't know how people at, like my age in this economy are functioning on their own yeah. because it feels it's impossible. Terrible. Like it's everything terrible. is a bill nowadays. Yeah. No, every goddamn <laughs> thing is a bill. Like, like come on, it costs to do everything. Everything. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, stay young, people. Stay young. For real, <laughs> I used to be like, I can't wait to grow up. I see what they're talking about. Yeah, now. yeah. We, yep, that's the phone, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Talk, we, my granddad is an older dude, so. <laughs> now we, the last time you cried, you mentioned um mm-hmm. was yesterday. This this morning. This morning, actually. Yeah. What was the reason behind it? 
Um, <sighs> intrusive thoughts. I struggle with really bad intrusive thoughts and um, mm-hmm. like OCD racing thoughts mm-hmm. and anxiety. It's really just a form of anxiety. Mm-hmm. When I feel out of control, like when my life is feeling like mm-hmm. out of control, I it's, you know how like most people who look for control, they try to control others. Yeah. I kind of try to control like myself or like okay. things that happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can put me into this toxic cycle in my mind where I'm like battling just like just the craziest things like yeah. you know like how there's like an angel and a devil on yeah for sure yeah, and yeah. it feels like he's always winning yeah, yeah all the time yeah and it's like that's been really hard for me to fight growing up because it feels like it becomes overwhelming and like mm. you can't control it and sometimes I feel like my anxiety controls me versus mm. me having control over now, it now do you feel like that can get in the way of you being an artist yeah definitely yeah. Um, it, it, because it in the, the whole thing it does is it, it um, distracts your focus mm-hmm. so it can make it hard to function honestly i was just mm. talking about, i'm like i think i need some help because yeah. this ain't it no more yeah. um but yeah it does it does and i mean thankfully i know i think music is the only way also at the same time to help me calm it down mm. and that's when i go to writing or listening mm. to my songs i just ball down ball my eyes out to the songs i wrote called yeah. black butterflies because mm. i have black butterflies people look at like butterflies as cute and pretty mm. but it's like that's just a cute anxiety but like mm. i have dark anxiety mm. that feeds my fears yeah and it just grows what's the longest or point in your life that you was dealing with mental uh, health that was really like messing with you bugging with, bugging you and stuff like what was the um, longest stint that you had to, like dealing with that I want to say 2020 to 2022 mm-hmm. um, that's when I had wrote the 17 project I had gained my virginity got ghosted we were in a mm-hmm. relationship and my dad abandoned me at 17 mm-hmm. like at the same time like I got ghosted by a guy and my dad Yeah. so that really took me down a really like dark path because mm-hmm. it just it left me feeling very broken very worthless very like unvaluable mm-hmm. um, and it was a really hard hole to get out got, get out of mm-hmm. I started emotionally eating really bad yeah. um, in my room eating mm-hmm. <laughs> um, tearing it up just didn't want to go anywhere my room was cluttered I was just in a bad space Space. Yeah, so you, so you say hard. you said boyfriend, virginity, and your father at the same. Yeah, so time. did you feel like God? Yeah, you really betrayed me. Like y'all ain't gave you something that yes. that's precious to me and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. I like waited on purpose because I valued that so mm-hmm. much, and I was always taught like that's a gem. Like you yeah. don't just give that to anybody. So yeah. I thought what me and this dude had was like yeah. I'm like we yeah. didn't earn this. You yeah. know, like <laughs> we this is what it's about to be. Yeah. And then when he got it, he kind of just slowly yeah. backed up from me. And that's just, bo- yeah, nothing. No, that's see, yeah, you make his scary with my daughter I'm like, yeah. please stay three please yeah <laughs> no for real it is it's scary yeah. it is. now when you talk i come question sure you talk to your mom did you talk to her before or after and like what was that conversation like um talk to her about like, like using losing your virginity oh okay yeah so my mom has always been um very vocal with mm-hmm. me since i was a kid and i think that's kind of why i'm so able to like talk about things now because mm-hmm. she's always like kind of like gave me games since I was yeah. a kid at the level of my age capacity yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, told yeah, me yeah. stories she's been through so that I didn't have to go through it mm-hmm. so she kind of she kind of felt that I was ready to mm-hmm. go do that so she started kind of like so if Preparing, you yeah, you yeah. know when to do this make sure you use protection make sure you yeah, do this make sure, sure you're ready yep. so yeah she it's crazy she just had a gut she was like I just had a gut feeling you're you're gonna go do this yeah. so in case you are let me give you yeah. get your hip ABC yeah yeah and then yeah. I, I actually did talk to her after which is so funny because people are like you talk to your mom about your virginity and like yeah. losing it, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean. See, yeah, see, I, both uh, both my parents are deceased, but I remember oh, like I'm my sorry. dad. I'm, it's okay. My dad passed when I was a uh, 13, oh so of God. course those conversations I had to have about sex and girls was with my mom. Mm. So it's like <clears throat> people's like, you talk to your mom about that, like who, who, who else? else like like my my older brother, he he in college and stuff, and I'm like, this is the person right here. I'm like, who knows better than the woman? I'm trying. <laughs> right, right, right. No like, facts. I'm, I'm, I like girls. She's she used to be a girl. <laughs> She's a woman now, but hey, let me talk to her about it. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I, that was the best advice. And my son, 
uh, he's 17, so he's going through all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that he's having he's having conversations with me. Yeah. You know. Yes. Uh, especially a boy. I don't. Wanna, I, I ain't talk to him. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And you so, want your kids to come mm-hmm. to you because you. My mom always says, "I'd rather you I tell you than somebody off the street tell you and give mm-hmm. you like the wrong bad stuff. advice." Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. great that you guys have the relationship. No, for sure. He can't meet like with with certain things. I'm like. Oh, okay. This, yeah, is real. Yeah. this is real. Yeah. All right. This is between me and you. You ain't got to tell your mom. Right, like, right. We gonna I'll keep this between it. us. Yeah. That's dope. I love that. Cause so then much. he gonna be like, oh, you gonna just tell now? I can't trust you now. Exactly. And you want to build that trust of a safe space in mm-hmm. a no judgment zone. That's great. So, what's something that you wanted to be that you never told anyone? That like, I wanted to be. Yeah. Like for me, I wanted to be a tap dancer when I was little. What? Yeah. Was, okay. But never happened. Wow, <laughs> that's actually really cool. Yep. I would have never guessed that. Yep. Yeah. But tap dancer and a and a and a wrestler. Wow. Yeah, I was a I was a wrestling head back in the day. Wow, that's so, really dope. Yeah, yeah. So what's wow. something that you wanted to be that you never really told? It could be for a, you wanted to be that for a month, a year, mm-hmm. but it was something that was short lived that you didn't tell nobody. Um, I used to want to be a lawyer when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I used to kind of just be like passionate about like I don't know like um just being vocal. I feel like I'm a very <laughs> vocal yeah, vocal sure. person, so I used to think that would be cool. Um, mm-hmm. And an actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sure. want to be an actress, like, actually really bad, but it's one of the things I'm kind of scared to yeah, try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you. Is that something you, right now, you, little Tubi roll, whatever? Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because I know people who, like, do the Tubi movie thing, and they mm-hmm. said, like, if I want to try, so I, I might, That's that might yeah. be something I want to conquer in 2024. Sure. So if that, if, hypothetically, uh, a script is right here. What would be your your idea role that you want to start like as far as Ooh. your first movie? Like, cause me, I want to be third number three. Ooh, okay. Just, 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 just take me out the game. Just, yeah, I'm yeah. just right there, like, hey, put that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Just a little small, little oh thirty second row, whatever. Uh, you want to be a, a wife, a mistress, a, a lawyer, like you said. Hmm. Like, what do you want to be? I def I don't know. Maybe I I kind of like always fantasize about being like. You know, like the little high school movies where mm-hmm. there's like a little clique and there's like the main girl who <laughs> has sure. this like, I don't know, tragic love story mm-hmm. or like she's like trying to find herself and she yeah. has the best friend and the gay best friend. I don't know. <laughs> you got <laughs> the whole little thing right the there. The whole vibe kind of going. Hey, Thomas Harris, write your script, man. <laughs> yes, please do. I, I think that would be cool. Kind of like a role that would kind of like explain kind of how my life has been almost mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. trying to find yourself. And- For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you had to tell someone about yourself only using or a song or an album, mm. what would that song or album be? Like you just press play and this is Lauren the Code. Ooh. Maybe um Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Can I use their song? Go ahead. Um, I'm a survivor. For sure, for sure, for sure. For I like sure. That. I survived so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, that I feel like could have took me out, but I'm still standing. So mm-hmm. I definitely live by just like not letting your trauma and the things that have happened to you define you and to for keep sure. going. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Would you put that as an album that changed your life? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I wasn't like he- like it because it came out. I really listened to it when I was younger, so I mm-hmm. didn't understand it. So mm-hmm. I want to say like me getting older, it's more so changed like mm-hmm. how I view things. So yeah, I guess you could say yeah. change changed it a little bit. That's for what's sure. Up. Now. We get our game, like you said, you get your game from your mom. Who was the people or, or artists that you was liking just what your mom was playing in the house or whatever? When she make a pancakes or she cooking it, she yeah. playing music. Like, who was the people that you listen to just and liking just based off your moms? 
Definitely Beyonce. I don't play Beyonce a lot. Um, mm. Keisha Cole, mm. um, Monica, Brandy. Um, yeah, I love Brandy. Yeah, Brandy, I love you. <laughs> yeah, she she eats. Yeah. Um, no, for sure, I love Brandy. She's, her voice is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Latoya Luck, she used to be. What is that song? Swing better, better. better. <laughs> <laughs> she used to like put the music videos on in the living room, and I used to just be tearing it up, dancing to it. Mm-hmm. Sweet dreams, um, beautiful nightmares, mm-hmm. guilty pleasure. I yeah. ain't go. I used to be tearing it up. Man, so for yeah, sure. those have been uh, mainly Beyonce though has been my main like inspiration. Mm-hmm. Just like with her work ethic, yeah. she's always inspired me to just like heavily. For just sure. go for what I want to go for. I've always been jealous of people that can sing. Really? Heck yeah. <laughs> I always envision myself being like, you know, at Chris Brown and Yo when he chased behind a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I always like, damn, I wish I could sing, man. That's a cheat code when it comes to the dudes. Man, man. You can be whatever. As long as you can sing, girl. Oh, you can sing? You can sing? Oh, bet. Yeah, man. the opportunities just become. Mm, yeah, so limitless. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to ones that can sing. I'm hating on y'all, but shout out to y'all. <laughs> I'm hating on y'all, but now, talk about growing up. You from Pontiac? Mm-hmm. Who was in the crib? How was it like growing up as a as a young? Oh, well, you young, but a young, yeah. young. <laughs> um, so I I feel like I used to go to my grandma's house a lot. Like, mm-hmm. um, and my and my grandpa he played a, a huge part in my life when Shout I was out a to kid. Grandparents. Yeah, he he died when I was nine, and that that's actually when my anxiety officially started when he died. Mm. Um, but it used to just be like really fun. Like me and him would just spend so much time together. He'd drop me off mm-hmm. after, um, or pick me up from school or he'd wait for me to get off the bus mm-hmm. and I would hang out with my cousins and they always have like little apple pies ready for me. So <laughs> I feel like it was just the time to be a kid yeah, before for sure. like real world, like, like life things started to, you know, mm-hmm. I, before I became aware of them, it used to just be fun. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I miss that. <laughs> you got uh, siblings or is just you? Yeah, I have a half brother on my dad's side. Um, mm. He's special needs, so mm. that's been um, definitely something that. Well, actually, a lot of people don't really know about me that mm. he's special needs. Yeah, I knew it. So yeah, me and him weren't the closest growing up, um, mm. just from family issues with my dad and stuff. Of but course, um, yeah. we recently became closer. He actually he um, he died and came back to life. It was mm. the craziest thing. His heart oh. stopped and they had to resuscitate him, and he mm. came back like almost a little bit more like n- more normal than he mm. was yeah. so um what is yeah. a special need was like was <sighs> you have to kept tell me the name oh okay propionic acidemia oh, yeah. yeah. okay okay well yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. so, my uh my brother-in-law he uh artistic a little bit so oh, wow. but it's like it's, it's kind of it's mild so he functioning and stuff yeah, like that yeah like, but like, and that's it, the thing it has so many different yeah. levels to it but i used to tell like her parents like hey let, let him live he cool like he good yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like sometimes you try to hold on tight like hey he good like let, yes. him, let him come out let him chill and stuff like he, he cool to. he in college now he uh first year what? in college at school crab college so yeah, like, I love live. seeing that. Yeah, I, I understand is, as a parent, you probably like a little concerned, but yeah. at the end of the day, hey, he he good. One hundred percent. that level of protection, it, it's almost like they you can treat them like they are not a human being. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you do have to give them the leisure to do because mm-hmm. they're they're normal, just like us, mm-hmm. just like us. They just have different circumstances. Yeah. Because so. with him, I see like sometimes like if he he possessive over some things, mm. and if he in the room, he in the room, they like, leave me alone. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But, at the end of the day, like I said, hey, just, I used to tell my wife, like, hey, let, why, just let him chill a little yeah, bit more. Like, yeah, just chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because really, he get out of the house, they call him, what you doing? Everything okay? Like, <laughs> and I get it as a parent, like, you concerned, but hey, if he with his brother and sister, let him chill. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I love that. Yeah, now just growing up, like, uh, how was you at school? Like, were you into sports? Like, 
Um, I tried to get into sports, but mm. I learned I'm just not like sports savvy. Like I tried <laughs> volleyball, I tried basketball a little bit. Not I didn't try out for a basketball team, but mm. I just tried Try to play. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell where you did that. You yeah, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I thought just because I could make it into a hoop that I could, you know, yeah, do but... my thing, but that just wasn't a thing. I tried out for volleyball, that didn't work out if I failed miserably. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've really just been always a music kid, which is funny because I never did music in school. Like mm. people are always like, join the choir but i just have never really been into choir yeah. i just i feel like the, the choir songs they'd be like oh and it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah, for sure. i wanted to sing my like songs so mm-hmm. um but yeah it was cool i um i went to pontiac schools up until i was like four or five mm-hmm. and then um we moved um to lake orion when mm-hmm. i was i think six mm-hmm. i think it was like first grade second grade moved to oxford um yeah yeah now so talk about my... those two lake orion and oxford like mm-hmm. I, i'm thinking about just mostly white Yes. Yeah, like, yes, uh, how, how was that adjusting? Like, come from Pontiac to Pontiac, like, Detroit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. Going, and go, going out there, like, how was it adjusting to that? It was definitely, um, it, and that's kind of how I guess my song came about, too. I don't fit in, I stand out. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's something clearly telling you that <laughs> sure. you're, yeah, yeah, different, yeah. you're, you're different from everybody else around you. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, a lot of them were um, very receptive to me. Like, I had so many friends and great friends. And it's crazy, though, because at the same time, I still didn't feel like I fit in with them, though. Mm-hmm. They just were living completely different lives. I mean, they were all rich. They had, yeah. like, these huge mansion houses mm-hmm. and the, the highest clothes, Lululemon. Yeah. And I'm coming <laughs> in with my Simply Tins. For sure, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> which was cool. Because they 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 used to be like, where'd you get your clothes from? Yeah. I'm like, simply ten under ten dollars. Exactly. Um, and they wouldn't go to spend a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans. I'm mm-hmm. like, I would never. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. um, so yeah, that was definitely different because it became a a battle. They like wanted to hang out a lot, and mm-hmm. when they want to hang out, they want to spend money that yeah, I didn't have. Like, hey, cause like, yeah, yeah, and it's like they used to like a, mo- a lot of their moms were cool with like paying for me, but that mm-hmm. can also make you feel like a burden. Yeah, like, or, yeah, like, no, for sure. People will try to use it against you. Like, mm-hmm. well, I got this for you, so you have to do what I say. Like, it became like kind of like that thing, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I spent my. 11th grade you're kind of lonely because i didn't want to deal with that mm-hmm. anymore now was college ever in the picture like no yeah. it, um when i was younger because people kind of feed that to you like mm-hmm. you need to go to college yeah. i was like i'm going to michigan state yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be a lawyer yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but it wasn't until my mom was like you do know like that doesn't have to be what you do mm-hmm. like she's the i like the person who kind of like opened me to like i can pursue my creative arts exactly. even though it's not the traditional route mm-hmm. it can still get you far not it for may sure take longer yeah, yeah yeah as long as you're doing something right and that's yeah. what she said as long as you're doing <laughs> yeah, something yeah. and you're working towards that's all i care about but yeah. it doesn't have to be this if that's not what you're passionate mm-hmm. about so now let me ask you as a as i i know you're a singer but as a rapper like like especially being from Michigan, yeah. if you're not from like the city, like Detroit yes. or Flint, like, they don't take you serious as yes. an artist. Do you feel the same way being an RB at like that? You not, you know, you're not from Detroit, like and they mm-hmm. look at you like, or you look at yourself like you ain't equal to other artists that's out here. Um, it definitely, I'll say, it was hard before the. I want to say before 2021, it, it did feel like nobody saw me. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said too, because if you're not like heavy in that scene, people mm-hmm. are kind of like laughing at you, or looking at you like you're yeah, stupid. Like, who is this? Like, like yeah. girl, it's one percent chance you're gonna make it. Have fun with that. Yeah. Um, but my my one prayer was that the city of Pontiac knew mm-hmm. who I was. For sure. And like, I gained so much local notoriety um, in 2022, mm-hmm. and like, I was constantly booked everywhere. So um, Pontiac, kind of knowing who I am, kind of have 
helped extend me to like the Detroit area, but yeah. that's something I want to conquer this year, mm-hmm. like going into the Detroit area. But yeah. it will make you feel no, for like sure. for sure. Like, what? I Why had some I dope people this? from Pontiac. Uh, shout out to Rose Pit. You know, what I'm saying Rose, that's a legend. That's my dog. I love him, man. Was, I had a um. We actually had a song together, but the guy um whose song it was, something happened with the beat, and we mm-hmm. couldn't do it. But yeah. we had a song, and I was like, I wish Damn. it came out. Larry yeah. <laughs> Bell, like I love Pontiac. It's, it's one person who like me, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pontiac, yeah, I mess with y'all, man. Yes, Yaktown is what's up. I love my Yaktown. Yeah, family. I, I did see, even though we right next to each other, it is a little different between mm-hmm. Pontiac and Detroit. It is, like, 100% like, it Yeah, is. like, damn, we right next door, but it's, it's a difference. It's two different, like, vibes for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure, like, damn, y'all, y'all from Michigan? Like, right, like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. First time, <laughs> oh, so you say you wanted to get, you got to music at age 13. Mm-hmm. And what, what was the first time you being in the studio? Like, and talk about that. Like, cause a lot of times you sing and you do what you do in the room, but you get those headphones on. It's like a different mm-hmm. thing. Oh yeah. Talk um, about that first time in the studio. So my first time in the studio, um, I was actually posting videos on Instagram and this mm-hmm. guy from Chicago, like started commenting on everything mm-hmm. and he scheduled a call with us. Um, and we just started getting to know him for a period of time. And he was like, I have like people I know in Chicago. I'd love for you guys to come down here and I can introduce you to some people. Mm-hmm. So we ended up meeting him and um, he introduced me to this guy named Very Special Ed. Mm-hmm. And him, it was him and Landon. And they mm-hmm. introduced me to my first like session. And I was so nervous. I, bet. I was so unconfident in my voice yeah. at the time um, and just inconfident in general and who I was. Uh, but they made me feel so comfortable. They introduced me to like writing. Mm-hmm. Like I was writing before them, but they introduced me to the formula of writing mm-hmm. and it was really cool yeah. um and we ended up going to chicago for six months straight every weekend oh, while i was it. in school just yeah. to get a studio session because we didn't know of any resources yeah. around us so your first studio session was like a real, real legit studio yeah oh, it was like the <laughs> attic or the basement like yeah, be- <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was dope yeah because our first my first studio experience was in my uh my homeboy uh bedroom in the closet really? and then everybody got, be quiet and i remember one particular <laughs> song everybody be quiet you heard a whole conversation in the back of my song like <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Shout out yes, to him, man. It be like that. Yeah. Those mics pick up everything. Yeah. Have you ever had a, a, a like a hood uh, studio experience yet? No. Oh, we got to get I you one. Just one time. Just one. <laughs> you bring mom. She bring that thing with her. Like, hey, come with me. <laughs> like, because I know it just it's something about the, the real studio legit. Shout out to my boy Buns, man. Rest in peace. He put me in my first yeah. real studio. But oh, dope, dope, it's dope. like that, that, that. I don't know. You walk in the house and like. like oh, you know what? Actually, I have then. Ron Jackson, duh. I forgot okay. about it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, it was actually in the house. Now that you yeah. say that, that was the second time I went to the studio, though. Yeah. And it was like in the neck of the yeah. neck of the woods. Did you walk in like, what is this? Yes. I was like, there, there's a studio in there? Yeah, Are yeah. you sure? Because the house had, it almost looked like abandoned. Oh, my God. So- <laughs> right, this is about you, but real backstory. I remember I um, went to the studio and I realized it was a trap house. And I was with my son. Oh, God. So they were selling drugs, oh, they were selling God. fake checks. They had pit bulls and it was Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Then my son right there like We gotta get out of here. Well no, I finished the session, but <laughs> <laughs> I still did the session. Yeah. Then I left. <laughs> and I'll be lying if I say I ain't go back. But <laughs> he had some cheap prices. Like, yeah. uh, like that. Sometimes three, you just gotta do what, what you gotta do. Thirty dollars for four songs? Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I'm like quick little quick quick songs real quick. Yeah, thirty four dollars. Yeah. I mean, can't yeah. beat that. But this was like back in like what, like you know, twenty ten. So I'm hollering. He's like, man, just give me thirty four dollars. You pretty nice. I'm like, <laughs> all right, bet. Okay, bet. I can hear a mister with the pit bulls and stuff. Like, 
Oh, it was right across the street from my house too. Oh my god! So Man. no distance, thirty four dollars. Put my son all in danger. Yeah, it made Good you father. made you forget about the trap house. Let me get this work done. Exactly. I'm like, cause this is gonna be my story. Right. I'm gonna be on Breakfast Club, like, cause I remember back in the day. Yup. Yeah. I was in a trap house. <laughs> they had the pit bulls around <laughs> my son. Cause I'm like you. Every everything I put out, every song I put out, I'm like, all right, I'm about to blow. Yeah. Yes, man. Yes, it'd yeah. be like that. Like, but you gonna you gonna blow the you gonna blow for sure. Thank you. And we gonna go back and I'm gonna bring you back around. Yep. Like, so how's the success now? For the sure. success now. For sure. For sure. Mom's still gonna be there. Yep. You know? Right on the side. Looking like Cookie from uh, okay. what's that? <laughs> Come on, Cookie Lion. Come on, Cookie. That's funny. <laughs> At what point did you feel comfortable enough to let others hear your music? Ooh. Or are you um, still fighting with that, like? So, what age was I? Was that 16? I wrote my song Cope. Um, I ended up going to Star Factory in Oak Park. Oh, um, yeah, everybody, yeah, a lot of people, yeah. Been, yeah, yeah, I trained, that's where I trained for the most part, like for mm. three years straight. Mm. Um, and he, it, Cope, the, my song Cope was actually a joke. He just said, like, go write something that you like, you know, I don't know, just go have fun, go write yeah. something. And I wrote I lo- Cope in like I love 30 that song. minutes. That song nice. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. That was like one of the fastest songs I ever wrote, it was 30 for minutes. Real? And yeah. um, I ended up like changing some, like the verses and stuff though, but the hook was always like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to say when I was 16, I like got confident in it and I was like, okay, I think this could actually like help people. Yeah. Like yeah. if it's healing me, I know it could heal somebody else. So, mm-hmm. no, yeah. for sure. Shout out, shout Let out. Now let's talk about the real stuff. <laughs> let's do it. So, no, so December thirty first, you released uh, your latest project uh, on twenty twenty two, Daddy Issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your second project after uh, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Talk about <clears throat> that, and talk about the album cover because to me, I see, mm-hmm. um, I see you now, mm-hmm. kind of like holding your younger self like hands, like, hey, you he gonna everything it. gonna be okay, everything gonna be all right. Yeah. I got you. Like if nobody got you, I got you. Yeah. So just talk about that. First of all, I love that you got the concept of that because I was really hoping that it would convey mm-hmm. when people seen it. For sure. Um, but yeah, it was really important for me to like signify like that we all just talked about this this morning we all carry the little people in us with us, mm-hmm. even like though we grow up like you are 37 but there's still a part of you that could be 12 mm-hmm. that like your 12 year old self could be triggered by something that happens sure. to you it hurt when you said i was 37 it hurt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like ah <laughs> you shot me like you 37 <laughs> no, go ahead, I'm talking. No, you're good. <laughs> um and so with me i'm 21 but there's mm-hmm. still like a seven-year-old girl in me mm-hmm. that is very sensitive and very triggered um by some of the tiniest things but can be huge to mm. the little girl in me For sure um so it was kind of like me showing the differentiation of like even though i'm grown up i still have so much healing to do because i'm trying to heal the little girl that's traumatized by all those words that mm-hmm. i put on i'm sorry by all the words i put on the cover um and i put the little like screaming man to kind of signify like my dad was very like emotionally and verbally abusive mm. um and i feel like he did what he could with what he knew and that's what i've learned to do as well like give grace to the trauma he has mm. um but also at the same time not use it as an excuse to give him an a, a pass mm. um so yeah it was just me trying to like paint the full picture yeah, like yeah. of the shadow that i've been fighting which is him mm. and myself mm. and trying to heal little me yeah I, and i like i said <laughs> I, I love the project uh I forgot how did you get on my radar? <laughs> it, was, it may have been somebody posted something, but I'm okay. like, I just girl can sing. Like oh. your, I like your voice. Yeah, you got like a, a you know what I'm saying a, a, a deep voice. Oh yeah, but it, it sounds good. Like at the same Thank time, you. like it, like I, yeah, I like it. Like Thank I don't you. just invite anybody on the show. You know, what I'm saying? I try not <laughs> wow. to. Wow, <laughs> I appreciate it so but much. Was it what did you want to prove from this second uh, project? Mm-hmm. Like that you know that you grew as an artist. Like what were some some of the things that you wanted to prove to yourself and to the fans listening? Um, it was kind of like almost me facing one of my biggest fears. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and cause like my daddy issues has been something I've been very like ashamed of, like mm-hmm. this the relationship I've had with him. Cause it, it has stemmed and created so many things within me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like if I put it out, it would be true. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. and I don't want to believe what the reality is. I want to believe the fantasy of like being daddy's princess and mm-hmm. like having a close relationship with him. Um, so yeah, it was like really me just proving to myself that like, you're not perfect. You have human being like, mm-hmm. like experiences and, um, just letting people like in into the like the deep vulnerabilities that have yeah. shaped me into who I am. What, what made you comfortable enough to talk about like something that's so personal? Um, so it actually him cutting me off triggered it, of mm-hmm. course, because it's like you've always you've already traumatized the mess out of me growing up, mm-hmm. and then you want to traumatize me even more <laughs> by just cold turkey like cutting me off Mm -hmm. um and it's funny because um the whole thing even started because of my song cope Mm -hmm. cope i actually originally wrote about him Mm -hmm. and that's what i was coping with Mm -hmm. um and he didn't even know that at the time he was like i want to say the last six months of our relationship was the best time we've we've had Mm -hmm. um and i had previously like just been trying to tell him how i feel about things Mm -hmm. and so i would tell him how i feel and he would like try to fix it for the time being and then he revert back to his old ways so um what i did learn is that he was only being there for me because he wanted a shout out mm. at the end of, oh my god at the end of cope <laughs> so when he didn't get a shout out yeah. he called me i want to say maybe four to five times after my video shoot and i just i wasn't on i wasn't talking to anybody after my video shoot because mm. it was a two-day shoot i was tired i was exhausted and i just wasn't talking to anybody mm-hmm. so he was calling my mom and she was like she'll call you back she'll call you back so i finally called him back he didn't answer i didn't ever hear from him mm. so i ended up um going live i saw and, that yeah. yeah i ended up going live because i was just so over like i at that point i knew what it was mm-hmm. i'm like okay this is we're going we're doing this again because mm-hmm. this isn't the first time he's like we haven't spoken like mm-hmm. this has been a thing before um so yeah i was just like you know what? i'm not gonna live a lie anymore mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell my story and i'd be a hypocrite to continue preaching tell your story yeah. and, like, be vocal. <laughs> For sure. and i'm not being authentic to my story because mm-hmm. i'm trying to protect somebody yeah. and i always said i'm not trying to bash anybody it's just i can't be freely an artist if i'm not telling my story authentically mm-hmm. so that started it, and um, yeah, it was. Yeah. I was really proud because it was scary. For sure, for sure. And from that, from that live post, that's the whole "I'm the bad guy" song coming. <laughs> you, 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 you know your stuff, man. man your, your auntie he knows his stuff. Your auntie talking junk, like I don't know. Period. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like so. This <laughs> she ate me up. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. tried to eat me up. Yeah, she was going crazy a little bit, but she yeah. cussed me out. Yeah, yeah. So like, would you like you putting it out there? Did you, then did you feel bad? Like damn, like. They tripping or whatever, like, but I just wanted to let y'all know what was really going on. I ain't talked to this guy and mm-hmm. I'm trying to build his relationship. Like, did you feel bad after putting it out and getting that backlash, like, from family? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, they made me feel bad just from mm-hmm. the reactions, but I didn't feel bad for doing it. I actually, I felt free mm-hmm. and I felt, um, healing from mm-hmm. it because it was something that I, it's like, you can't change anything, first of all, that you don't acknowledge. Mm-hmm. So that was like me taking the step to acknowledge what I was going through, mm-hmm. which, set me free from something i was like lying to myself about yeah, all yeah, my yeah. life um but yeah them victim shaming me definitely made me feel bad yeah, I had, sure. that's what kept me in a deep hole i was getting harassed and attacked by mm. his family members yeah. they called me they said i had trash ass music yeah. um i'm a flea mm. i'm a hoe um never gonna make it to the radio yeah. like they said so many like just terrible things to me and i'm 17 yeah like that's you terrible. guys are grown women yeah, grown yeah, for men. Sure. yeah you tripping yeah uh, y'all tripping out there i heard he even said um to my brother actually my that's the thing my brother he he's like you said he's fun they can be functional mm. he repeats everything he hears um my dad i heard he heard my 17 project and he said that's why my dumb a got played yeah so it's just like hurtful yeah. things to yeah. a little 
girl, For you're sure, supposed yeah. to be my father, my family, and you're cussing me out about my experience that mm -hmm. you were not in the household. Yeah, your me. real life experience at that. Like, yeah. Hey, they're some... just judging it based off of who he can, like, mm -hmm. people put on faces. He was really good at putting on masks mm -hmm. and, like, being, it's easy to fake in front of somebody. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's about who you are at home. The rest of your life, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just didn't see it, so. Mm -hmm. How, how long was your mom and, and pops together? Um, seventeen years. Oh, so he was there. He was at the crib. Yeah, we okay. like I lived together. I lived together with him until I was like thirteen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then they got divorced, and then he was in my life until I was seventeen. Mm -hmm. Four years now that we have not spoken. That's wild. Like, I and know. Then, you know, because you always see that when kids grow up, like. Like, cause my mom was a part of that. Her dad left when he was like eight years old, whatever. Mm. And she was the one fighting to try to keep that relationship. But then the boys be mm -hmm. like, I'm good, bro. Like, mm. I'm over it. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Then shout out to my cousin, even though she passed away. Mm. She was the same way. We the same age. And she was trying to build this relationship with my uncle, which is her father. Mm. And her brother was like, hey, I'm good, bro. I'm like, good, yeah. So, like, talk about just trying to, trying to still, even though you see that, he might not be the best person, but you're still trying to get that relationship right. Still trying to, you know what I'm saying, yeah, continue yeah. on being a father and daughter and stuff like that. It's, that was definitely hard. And shout out to my mom because she honestly, like we probably would have, this would have probably been happened mm -hmm. if it wasn't for her. I mm -hmm. think the only reason it, it took till I was 17 for us to just not be speaking all together mm -hmm. is because she always convinced me like, I know he does this, but he's still your dad. Like he does mm -hmm. love you. Just he did, he can't love you in the way you want to be loved. Mm -hmm. um, so she always was kind of the mediator. Like when he was treating me a certain way, she would try to be like, this is how she feels. Mm -hmm. Like, can you respond to that? And he'd be like, sorry, you feel that way. Like I didn't do that. Yeah, 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 so it was sure. just, it and it became heavy for her and she finally got to the point like you know what neither of us should have to fight to keep somebody exactly in yeah, your yeah. Life. especially like, your pops yeah right it's like you helped me help get me to this earth so i was at the point i was tired of fighting for somebody who doesn't fight for me mm -hmm. and it's like i'm a kid i shouldn't have to do that so do you look at that song cope as like a love hate song because that's the song that kind of ended the way it did end mm -hmm. our relationship and stuff but it's also a song that's been getting you know saying some circulation um, actually no I, I i generally just love just love it mm -hmm. because um in in the ending of our relationship i used to look at it and he did it because he thought it'd be a punishment mm -hmm. um it actually i've been better without him yeah. which is like really sad because like me even being of hurt that he cut me off is more me mourning the idea of what i want him yeah. to be but when he was present in my life he wasn't good to me yeah then not like, also i could see like when he was around you was trying to fight so much for him right right and and like, like that's not healthy yeah. It's, it, and it used to make me go through so many things. Like I would not be here right now if mm. I would have. We were still connected mm. musically, emotionally, exactly. internally, spiritually. So yeah. I feel like it was just God kind of protecting me. And like, unfortunately, just because someone's your parent doesn't mean mm. that they they should stay in your life. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. That's messed up. I hate that. I know. I know. It's really no. sad. So, and that, <laughs> like, oh. and, and that's probably why the whole granddad thing hit a little hard because that was like that one positive yes. male figure that was, you know, he saying your life. He spoke so much life into me. You were yeah. so right. And that's how I, like, he gave me that. And when mm -hmm. he died, I was like, dang, I'm stuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going to do none of that. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. You need a big brother, man. I'm right here, man. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. <laughs> now, um, talk top five songs on the project. For you, for me, it's uh, Sorry, mm. uh, Falling, mm. Scream, mm. Cope. Mm. And I like the, my, I, Lost Girls. I feel like this should be on that really? single. Yeah, Lost Girls. Those are actually are my top five. Yeah, That's yeah. funny that you said that. Yeah. I love me some Sorry, I love me some Falling. Lost Score, I feel like I kind of slept on, but mm -hmm. I do really love the song. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I those are all of them. Sure. I love so much and yeah. almost lost you almost lost you is dedicated to my mom mm. um, about her brain surgeries and me fearing that I'm going to lose my best friend mm. so that was kind of like my 
mm-hmm. um, just dedicated yeah. song to her. Now I got this thing called Talk About the Bars. I take a piece of a song <clears throat> and we talk about it. So on the uh, older without you, are you worried mm. that life will move on without y'all ever making it right? Um, that used to be a worry of mine. Um, and that's what I feel like I battled so hard with. Like, dang, like what if we'd never speak again? Mm. Um, but it like what's helped me cope is thinking about again when he was here what did he do Mm -hmm. did he add value did he speak life into you was he a positive impact on your Mm -hmm. life so i really just become so um like accepting of the fact that we probably will never speak again and i've become okay with it yeah yeah, yeah. because i'm i mean i'm healthy i'm i'm Mm -hmm. better i have a a guy in my life my mom's um significant other Mm -hmm. who has been everything to me that i've ever needed um as a father in two years than Mm -hmm. my dad ever was in 17. yeah yeah, that's it shout out to him he's like told like he's instilled so many things into me that i just needed and Mm -hmm. my mom of course is like she had to be the mom and the dad Mm -hmm. Um, but some things you just need from a man. For sure, no, for sure, so. for sure, for sure. And you looking like, wow, this how this how it should really be. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. It feels good to see even like watching her be treated right. Like I watched mm. my mom be treated terribly for most of my life. So mm. she's finally in a healthy, you know, dynamic. And it's like when you don't have an, a representation of how that's supposed to look, that's who you're gonna run to. People mm. like your father. No, for people sure. Who treated you bad. Yeah, yeah. So. And shout out to your mom for you know find somebody that you know make her happy yeah. as well. She so. had to do a lot of work to get yeah. there. No, that's what's up. That's, that's what's up. It's hard. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like, or so you you totally fine. Like if I never ever like speaking in, like you, I really you, you, am because I'm, you try. I try, and that's the thing. That's what the Daddy Issues um, album was about as well. Like if all else fails, you heard what I had exactly, to say. Exactly. I got my closure and my peace, even if you didn't give it mm-hmm, to me. I'm giving sure. myself closure, yep. and, and I'm and forgiving you for myself. And when she blew up. <laughs> well, remember we, you, you said that that trash music you said you that said shit. I had trash hate music and I yeah. ain't gonna never make yeah, it so don't be mad like, don't be telling people that's my, that's my baby right there <laughs> I ain't your baby <laughs> I tried to be in the princess and you didn't want me to what if, what if that once you blew, once you blew up what if you do try to come back around would you it probably bah! Because I feel like I'd be going backwards. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten so far without you. What do I need you for now? Mm-hmm. And it's like you've... Some things I just, just like, I don't know how you come back from. Like the yeah. things he said, the things he's done, the things my family has done. It's just, it's it's forgivable, but it's mm-hmm. like I got to keep you here for my own peace and mm-hmm. my own sanity. And it's like, I don't want you here for the accolades of all the pain and hurt that got me here because of you. Yeah. Thanks for, you want credit, thanks for giving me the pain to write the song. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah. But it's like, I don't need anybody who makes me feel like that around me at all yeah once you get that BT award you'll be out there like hey shout out to my auntie <laughs> <laughs> period <laughs> shout out to your voicemail yeah, you yeah. got me a Grammy <laughs> now are you uh, close to anybody else on that side besides your brother um no I used to be close to my cousin mm-hmm. um but they're yeah. in her head yeah so, so. Yeah, they feel like they gotta pick a side and they yeah, gotta pick they, yeah. yeah. she yeah. had actually came That's... back around and was like my mama said she don't got nothing to do with nothing my auntie yeah. she <laughs> don't got nothing to do with nothing <laughs> and you know we, we, we cool we cool and then she ghosted me again I'm like girl okay you're officially yeah, I'm out. out I don't yeah. need the inconsistency yeah yeah now on the, song, on the song Cope you said maybe I should open up but I can't let it go when mm. you talking about that whole little hurt from yeah, honestly, that that um that quote is for everything I experienced in my life. Kind of how I talked about even too, like it's mm. a toxic thing for me to like I hold on to things so deeply, mm. and that is from like suppressing my emotions to my career of wanting it to work out so bad of things mm. I want to work out. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I should open up, but I'm too scared. I can't let go of what that what the unknown looks like of mm. me doing that for sure. So I just keep it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do it anymore, but yeah, that's yeah. where I was when I wrote it. On falling, you said you got me trapped in my mind, lost girl with no trace of time. Mm. Talk about that. 
um the internal battles I feel it's like the things he put me through puts you in this like almost like imprisonment in your head and like an, an isolation state mm-hmm. that you feel like you can't break out of to the point where like I, I said it's like it makes you not function you lose track of time and like you you're so engulfed into it that by the time you snap out of it it's like the day is done mm-hmm. so yeah. Nope. Yeah, it's like falling into a toxic cycle. For sure. On the bad guy, you say, uh, don't know my friends from foe. Do you deal with, like, like, like with the friendships with, you know what I'm saying, like, or with people in your family, like, you don't know who really real for you? Yeah, that's how it was. And and I think the voicemail of my family treating me like that kind of woke me up to that because it's mm. like, you're supposed to be my blood. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if my own blood does this, who's my friend? Who's yeah. my, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who can I trust? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Will you ever let that guard down from, like, really, like, accepting people into your life or, or yeah. think they come in just with an agenda or whatever? Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I have let it down. Um, that, that first, like, 2020 to 2022, I was like, mm. everybody stay away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but slowly but surely, like, 2023, I, I, I did let it down more. And it actually kind of put me in some bad situations, <laughs> um, which is kind of sad. But I, I learned that you can't let the things that happen to you control you. Like, mm-hmm. you have to live. You have to be free. Obviously, have boundaries and let make people earn mm-hmm. that from you but you can't just be guarded or you're not going to experience life now on the song uh, sorry you say why you never say you sorry if he were to come and say you know what i'm i'm i effed up i'm sorry like mm-hmm. would you uh, would you accept it or you'd be like uh i don't know if i could trust um, this um i think i would be like leery of it but i probably would accept it because mm-hmm. it's something that like for me knowing him he has he's a very prideful man mm-hmm. and i know for him to say sorry it would be very like like the the jesus himself is going to have to come down him mm-hmm. like and walk <laughs> on this table before he does that so i know if he says sorry he he would mean it because it, he he looks at himself as a perfect person mm-hmm. and he does no wrong so if he does that it's like okay that's the first step to yeah. some type of accountability yeah yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. Cause I remember I had another artist who worked at the Star Factory, and it was Kins. Really? You know Kins? Yeah, Kenzie? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I remember she was on here going hard on her dad. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw him, forget him. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm on. I'm not knowing, but I'm on the uh, this, you know what the Pell Bar is? Yeah, yeah. With her dad. <laughs> her, Stop. My wife, uh, best friend. That's her uncle. So I'm like. I'm looking like, and he, I'm like, what the heck? No. <laughs> but he don't know I was talking junk because he didn't see the interview. But I'm like, yeah, screw, screw him. Wow. That nigga ain't shit. Crazy. We just want to share, we share drinks now, like. Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah, that's no. how it be. That's how it be, man. No. That is how it be. Oh, hopefully I don't know your dad. I'm like, hey, right. Man, that ain't no good. <laughs> that's a bull crap right there, bro. <laughs> Unless you know we playing man. basketball together, like. Right. Like, oh, I was just with your daughter. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. You ain't, hey, man, I don't even want to play no more. I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> Now on this on the Lost Girl, like I said, that's one of my favorite songs. You mentioned your mom and her being the only person to really understand. Even when she yeah. go through her, she helping. Yes, yes. It's, just, it's all about that because I'm quite sure like y'all both hurt by the same person at the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's kind of what kept us like getting through the abuse that we were experiencing. Mm-hmm. As that he was very emotional, verbally abusive, and he was very like I had it bad, but she had it like so much worse. Mm-hmm. And how he would speak to her and treat her was just like so despicable mm-hmm. and made me lose so much respect for him as a man because I just don't see how you could treat a woman like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we were experiencing the same thing, it's like we are all we've had. Like mm-hmm. she's been my only family, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's like we just, we just connected there and we were just always there for each other for and sure. that's just how it's remained now once you do decide to get into a relationship do you feel like you're going to put like too much expectations on the guy because of the, what your, your your father did um relationships for me are so scary because of him yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
I feel like I, I definitely still have a lot of work within myself to do before I get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the part I'm trying to figure out. Like I'm trying to navigate that because there's still parts of me that I, I don't want to use a guy to fill a void and mm-hmm. I want to be whole within myself. Exactly. Um, and not that you're just going to be completely whole all the time, but just heal those parts to where I know I'm ready to go into a relationship and mm-hmm. not project my wounds onto him. Mm-hmm. Um, and not be so triggered by like yeah. the many many things. For sure. Um, so yeah, yeah it's sure. hard. I'm definitely scared of it though. Yeah, yeah, no, I bet, I bet, yeah. <laughs> it's scary. Hey, wait, come to come to my girl, correct, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like I don't want to yeah. be. It's it. And then the effect that it has on your mental, like going through the relationships and it ends so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, me and the guy I wrote the seventeen project about, I actually ended up getting back together with because he came back and around and said sorry mm-hmm. and that he, you know, didn't mean it. And we for were together sure. for a period of time, and he ended up being crazy. Yeah. So. It's like, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. just don't have time for so, it. Is that what you want to continue on with that theme, like writing projects that is dedicated to something in your life? Like you said, Seventeen is about this this dude yeah. relationship. Uh, this album is about you know saying your pops and stuff like that. Like, do you want to continue on with that theme, or you want to change it up for the next time? Um, that's a great question. I never thought about that. I mm. feel like I'm I'm such a storyteller that mm. themes are like what fulfill me. So I probably will I probably will be a theme person. Mm. Um unless I just I just hit a point in my career and I'm just like, I'm gonna do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um but I do feel like I'm my best artist and my best self when I pull mm. from those authentic experiences mm. and kind of base the projects around that. It helps me pull deep mm. deeper than I usually would. Mm. So yeah, probably be themed for a while. So is the net project gonna be twenty one? Hey, I actually have a um project called Twenty. Okay. Because I was I was twenty in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Um I didn't finish writing, I wrote a couple songs. But twenty one yeah. is only right. That's a twenty one is a big only year. right. Yeah, it's only yes, right. It's, yeah. it's it, in that you're right. It's such a um it's a new level of life and mm-hmm. like of womanhood that you're walking into. Mm-hmm. And I'm we were just talking about this morning, I'm walking into experiences I've never experienced before and yeah. I was trying to like deal with it in yep. myself and I don't even know what's happening that's gonna be a new project 21 21 executive produced by Shaw <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yes that's, that's dope <laughs> do you feel like this project got the love it deserves or is still building um, I think it's still building for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I think be- uh, one thing I'm noticing, people don't like talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Like as much as we push it now, um, people would rather like feel good, which mm-hmm. I understand because people don't want to deal with what they're feeling. But that is definitely what I'm going to do my best at like pushing is that instead of always running to just feel good, that we deal with our emotions so that we're not temporary feeling good, mm-hmm. but like more permanently. It's never permanent, but more mm-hmm. managing it yeah. versus acting like it's not there because we're twerking and we're getting <laughs> like, that's cool. that's cool but i don't want that to be it i I feel like we would be better as a society if we dealt with what we were Mm. were going through i mean i feel like coming to america this girl good now um like i told everybody i told you i like to ask people prior to if they want to rap or they want to sing yes. this then the third so i didn't want to just be like, hey sing yeah, like, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying presenting like yeah yeah so uh she said she'd give us a couple bars let y'all know how that voice is or whatever so yeah you know so, what I'm saying? you'd like to hear here it goes like right like <laughs> you play? sing a little bit of the song i'm dropping in february mm-hmm. i don't fit and i stand out i kind of been posting many clips of it okay. <clears throat> but yeah i don't fit and i stand out 
Let me tell you something so crushing. Make sure you listen, no judgment. I am not the villain, I'm just a loner. Get no loving. Hoping I don't fall deeper. Closer to the edge, get steeper. Cause it's at the trend, hard to fit in when you're a leader. Whoa. Yo, that scream that made a fool of. Laughed at, dragged, wasn't cool enough. Oh, so sad. Da da da, da da da, da da da. Wake up mad, wake up moody. I'm so glad I'm not a groupie. You would like me if you knew me. I don't fit in, I stand out. In my own lane, my own route. Don't care about opinions of the crowd. No matter how loud, silence the sound. Don't really care about being cool. Sit back and make my own rules. Get people to switch up the views. Oh, breaking news. I'm the news. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Told you she could sing, y'all. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you was talking about, cuz. <laughs> Auntie Pops. Auntie Pops. Y'all fooling, man. Man. That's what's up. I, I'm glad that you, you know what I'm saying? Give us some bars. People be like, yeah, bars. Bars. I'm, I'm a singer, but I ain't about to sing. Right, like, right. I'm a rapper, but I ain't gonna rap. Like, right, right. No, I always I thought it was it. weird because it, even though it's, it could be nervous. <laughs> You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing it like that. That's why I like to be, make people feel comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Ask them prior to. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Now, I want to, um, I know you, I don't know if you know about making a band. Oh, I yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can really talk about P. Diddy right now, but. <laughs> I actually, I got an offer back in 2020. They were going to restart it, mm -hmm. and they offered to have me on the show. Oh. Yeah, they had scouted me out, but COVID happened, so yeah. it didn't happen. But I was offered to get yeah, on yeah, there, yeah. the yeah. remake. Glad you and me did. <laughs> 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 it's like no, I'm sorry. Shout out to D. I hope I hope everything okay, right. cause still but, a legend in the music. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. I hope that stuff ain't true. I hope they just. Trying I know. I really that. hope not. Yeah, man. R. Yeah, they took R. Kelly. Come on, don't take don't take right. Diddy. Like all the all the greats. Yeah, I still I still listen to R. Kelly. I'm sorry though. <laughs> Most people do. Yeah, he got good music. Yeah, but if you had to make your band your album mm. with you and four other people, mm. it could be singers, it could be rappers, mm. producers. It's your just you. Who would it be? You and four other people. Oh. Wow! I wow. Me Drake. Okay. I love me some Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you know who Billie Eilish is? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, oh I God. love R&B music more than rap. Man, <laughs> man, I love me some Billie yeah. Eilish. Um, so Drake, Billie Eilish. It's gonna be kind of a weird combo. Nicki Minaj <laughs> and Beyonce. Okay, it would be a very interesting I like band. It. I like it. Those I are like just it. some inspirations of mine that I think would be cool. Now, who do, who do you want to work with? That's locally. <sighs> if you Ooh. if you could put something together. Oh man, dude. <sighs> I guess Cash Doll isn't local. Does she lo does she consider I mean, local because she's from Detroit? I mean, you can kind of do it. It's a little bit both. A little bit of both. Yeah, we, okay. We, we, we can I really want to work with Cash Doll so bad. All right. You Cash Doll. Um, I really want her podcast so bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Been trying. Yes. Oh Been tagging her. You saw my tag, too. Right. Yes. I'm going to tag spam her tagging sure. comments. For sure. Um, Who else? Big Sean is not local any really either. Yeah. Big Sean. I'm okay. just gonna give you people just, I wanna work yeah, with. Yeah. <laughs> Cash out Big Sean. Um I definitely wanna work with Drake really bad. Mm. Um who else can I think of locally? I used to say my dream club used to be Zaire Danae. She's one of my like oh, really she was close on podcast. friends. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have a collab now though. Me and mm. her have just become really close all together. Mm -hmm. Um so I found that funny though because we we became close because of just meeting each other in the collab. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that was that was cool. Um, the last yeah. one you, you gotta say what's the name for the last one just because the song didn't come out. Roast Spit. Oh, Roast Spit. <laughs> yes. The song didn't come out, so yes. yeah, you can do it like that. You're right. Yeah. I want that song to come out so bad. That's a really good song too. Now I got something. <clears throat> 
you still young, so it's kind of crazy. I, mm-hmm. I got some uh, a thing called young nigga shit versus some shit I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> I like so that's that. saying like, what's something that you believed in? I'm gonna say for you mm-hmm. at 13 <laughs> yeah. oh that God. you don't believe in now. Oh. <laughs> That you oh, wow. that you look at your younger self like what? you was tripping. I say sixteen, sixteen to now. What's something that you believed in as a young sixteen year old that you look at like you was tripping? I don't know. What did I believe in? I mean, you still got live, so this question used to be for old heads. Yeah, this is really hard. <laughs> you have great questions, things I've never thought about. Mm-hmm. Things that I believed in. Um, maybe that everybody has your best interest at heart. Mm, that's a good. One. For sure, I mm-hmm. feel like I I used to be so naive in thinking mm-hmm. that everybody was my bestie, mm-hmm. and it's gotten me in really bad situations because sure. people end up being envious or mm-hmm. you know just not being who they say they were. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to the little funnies at the end, what's your advice to someone going through some <clears throat> stuff and it's kind of like messing up like their passion for what they really love? Um, I'd say like get help. Like don't mm-hmm. be afraid to ask for help. Um, it's no point in like experiencing like a silent battle because mm-hmm. silent battles and not saying something about it is only going to lead you down a path that you feel like mm-hmm. you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to tell your story. Um, don't be afraid to even use your pain as a testimony because most of the time the things we go through aren't even about us. Mm-hmm. It's about who we're supposed to inspire and impact mm-hmm. who, who may feel alone in what you're going through as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just okay. don't be afraid. For sure, really. for sure. Now we got this thing top three. I ain't did top three in a long time. Mm. Give me your top three childhood cr- celebrity crushes. Ooh, who loves my crush? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was really heavy on um like Disney Channel people. <laughs> oh man, who was it? And you know what's so funny? I feel like I've always been like just re- weird from everybody else because mm. I didn't really even focus on crushes when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But I'd say maybe like uh like the Jonas Brothers. I used to be really <laughs> like into yeah. um High School Musical. What was his name? Corbin Blue. Oh okay, my yeah, God. I remember. Yeah, everybody. That was my live. man <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Are you doing anything now? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I'm Disney kids. Yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. He, I think he's living his best life now. He still is like mm-hmm. more in. I feel he's like an influence. Mm-hmm. now like yeah. they're social media heavy mm-hmm. um so him oh trevor jackson trevor jackson <laughs> was my life yeah. um who else what was that group mindless behavior mm-hmm. um who was the other guy there's another guy yeah. oh what's his name he was on the show with chloe bailey and um y- yashara y- yashahidi or something don't I give me a line don't give name. me a line <laughs> he was associated with mindless behavior though he was okay. like a solo artist but okay. yeah oh i think I think you know I think it's yeah, I think so. I just don't know the man. Do you know the man name? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. <laughs> but, but then you had what? Jacob Lattimore. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Jacob Lattimore yeah. was another one. Luke, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. not, Luke. not yeah, no, no. You know, you could probably see him. Yeah, in your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know what we were talking about. Okay, your top three movies. Ooh, High School Musical, Cheetah Girls, in <laughs> um, <laughs> a movie called Divergent. Okay, okay. Yeah. Top three snacks. Ooh, Doritos, nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you laughing at me? <laughs> um, Doritos, nacho cheese, um, popcorn, mm-hmm. and fruit roll-ups. Okay, okay, okay. Top three foods. Um, chicken Alfredo. Let me some chicken Alfredo. Put some yes. shrimp in that boy. Ooh, yeah. yes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, Thai food. I love pad thai with chicken. So good. No mm-hmm. crushed peanuts, no bean sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> she got it all together. <laughs> um, and pizza. <laughs> Pizza? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. What's your, what, what topics you got on your pizza? 
Um, definitely like pepperoni, green pepper, banana pepper, mushroom, that mm. kind of vibe. I'm usually just a pepperoni girl. Like, I only yeah. get fancy if I'm feeling it. But yeah. really Give me all the meats, Paul. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the meats. And banana pepper on there, too. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, top three moments in life so far. Ooh. <clears throat> like, do they have to be good, bad, or just anything? Anything. Uh, I want to say... When I did a, I did like a YouTube video on, um, and I asked people to rate my singing one to ten, mm. and the video got like five hundred thousand views, oh, wow. and my my YouTube channel just like blew up. Yeah. But I was scared back then still, so I didn't work out how I thought. Mm -hmm. But that was like the first confirmation that like, okay, God, I mm. see what you're doing here. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. I have the the capability. I just need the development. Mm -hmm. Um, so that um, me finally getting over my fear of performing. Mm -hmm. Um. And me just like continuing to go for music regardless of opinions and mm -hmm. people who are naysayers. For sure, for sure. Heck yeah. Uh let me see. Top top three artists. Mm. Um Beyonce, mm. Drake, Billie Eilish. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Now I got this thing called what's worse what's worse. Mm. I'm gonna take some things out because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got some crazy questions on this what's worse. <laughs> what's worse? Well, um, uh, wearing fake a uh, rapper wearing fake jewelry or fake designer clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe fake jewelry. Mm. I'll be wearing fake designer clothes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From Simply Ten, you know, hey, me having them wrong. little fake uh fifties <laughs> and fake Louis Vuitton. Yeah. So I'd be like, give me some of that. Now, your mom, you, you, you she engaged, you engaged, you married. Uh, relationship. She, All right. She's promising. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. What's worse, you catching your mom and her guy? messing around oh, or God. your mom catching you messing around oh that's both <laughs> both of those are terrible um maybe her catching me that would just be traumatizing <laughs> i mean uh, both would be traumatizing but that would just not be fun what's worse having to wear the same pair of drawers for two weeks or the same pair of socks draws <laughs> for sure what? draws for sure <laughs> What's worse, being a tall dude with short arms ooh. or being a short dude with tall legs? Oh, ooh. Wait. Because, <laughs> you know, you, this part oh, little, but the oh. legs extra long. So, like, weirdly proportioned yeah. almost? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, maybe tall. Dude with short arms. Yeah, can't give you no hood, right? <laughs> <laughs> Little T-Rex. Yeah. What's worse, no car, nice crib, or nice car, no crib? Um, hmm. Maybe uh, nice. No, no, no. What did you say again? No, no car, nice crib or nice crib, no car. I mean, huh? What? Wait. I, I said all wrong. Let me look about that. No, huh? no car, nice crib or nice car, no crib. Oh, uh, I definitely the car. I'll take the car with the nice. Okay, why is so, this making what, me confused? Which one would you rather have? I rather a car have a or house. a house? Okay, okay. <laughs> that's so that's, that's, that's house, a nice house, like, no what? car. <laughs> You messing me that up. Was <laughs> uh, what's worse? Somebody talking through a movie or somebody telling you an ending? Talking through a movie. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. I hate that. That's, that's in my song. I'd say, shut up. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. you got a kid, hypothetically. What's worse? Not having money on Christmas for your kid mm. or not having money on their birthday? Dang. Um, 
Maybe not for their birthday, because that's like a celebration of their life. Everybody said that. I'm not impressing them different, because you could make some stuff up. Especially if you got some birthday, you could take them to a party. Like, hey, have true. fun. True, that's true. <laughs> Christmas is more like gift Yeah, because you're going back to school, everybody got their stuff on, you like. Oh, you're right. Okay, maybe Christmas. Yeah. What's worse? These are sad. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse? Losing your man to your homegirl, or losing your man to your ex? Oh, to my ex. <laughs> you did a whole turnaround. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't good enough for you. Like, yeah. What's wow. worse? Find out your parents aren't your real parents or find out your siblings are adopted? Mm, maybe your parents aren't your real parents. All right. Yeah. What's worse? Find out your mate cheated through text or in action? In action. All right. What's worse? Failing at something or not starting? Um, Not starting. Okay. What's worse? Break up in person or break up over a text? Break up over text. All right, that's it. That's yeah. it. Those now, are good. You're you're a genius man. I don't know man. how you come up with this stuff. Now, last thing. Too early, too late, or right on time. Um, Having sex was it too early, too late, or right on time? Um, I'd say even though it ended in a traumatic experience, it was right on time. Okay. Because it made you know the album. So. Mm -hmm. Figuring out life. <clears throat> You probably still figuring it out. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too early, too late, right on time. Or are you still figuring it out? Still figuring it out for sure. All right. First relationship was it too early, too late, or right on time? I say right on time. All right. First job. Right on time. My first job was at nine for the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh shoot! You you, you <laughs> bald out here. <laughs> now, you, you the, the relationship didn't end right. So mm -hmm. leave it messed up relationship. Did you leave it too early, too late, or right on time? Right on time. Okay. Starting music. You start music too early, too late, or right on time? Right on time. All right, the last one. Find out Santa Claus wasn't real. Oh, that was sad. <laughs> too early, too late, or right on time? Um, It was right on time because I wasn't mad about it. I yeah. found some stuff I made for him in my mom's drawer, and I was like, what are you doing with this? <laughs> like, I'm Santa I'm Claus. Like, right. I'm like, I already knew, but this confirms it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was right on time. Hey, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. I'm glad you came through. Yes, me too. Um, where can they find you on social media? Where can they find the music? All that good stuff. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Nicole Official. That's L A U R Y N N I C H O L E Official. Mm. Or you can just look up Lauren Nicole on any platform. You can find my music on Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, whatever streaming platform is out there. Is there? Um, yeah, check me out. Now, what you want to leave some people with some kind of words? Um, you know, um, saying something they can. If yeah, you go off for a little bit. Keep going. Um, I think if it's anything I've learned, no matter what your circumstances are, you can't let your circumstances define you um, mm -hmm. or let it control whether you go or not. Because when are we ever going to have everything we need? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like once you just start that, you know, you'll attract everything that you need to continue to do it. So for sure. just just start and, to ke and keep going. Don't mm -hmm. give up because of things that happen to you. Now, I've been asking people this question. I stole it. Like I said, I stole it from uh, all the smoke. I like to, <laughs> if I steal it, I'm going to let you know I stole it. <laughs> but... If you, who would you want to see on the podcast to get interviewed? But it gotta be somebody you help me get. Ooh. Who would you um, want to see on the on the on the on the um, on the episode? Have you ever? Ooh. Can I say just just one person or a couple? Which however you want to do it. Too. We can. Do you know who Kendra Denise is? Kendra Denise. Did I have her? She's I, from Pontiac as well. She's really dope. She's starting music recently. And okay, okay, yeah. let's get Kendra on here then. Yes, Kendra yeah. Denise. Um, one of my good friends, Queso Tone. Mm -hmm. He's great. Um, Nia Amani, have you ever interviewed her? <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to get Nia on the podcast, Aww. and I don't know what happened. Nia, hey, I had I had people around her, so okay. yeah. you talking about her right here? 
Yep, yep. Okay, and, okay, okay. She's really for sure. dope. For sure, for sure. So, uh, Kendra Denise and who's the other person? Queso Tone. Queso Tone. Yes, Q U E S O Tone. Okay. Yeah, he's really dope. I did a collab with him a while ago. Really, mm-hmm. really dope person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Niamani. You said you already did Zaire. Yep. Um, you already did Tori Scott. You already sure. did everybody I know. Yeah, yeah, that's my dog. That's my dog. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, Kendra Denise, though. She's cool. Well, you know, it was a pleasure having you on this episode. Thank you. We learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me you, too. Hey, don't. Don't put yourself down. You on the Thank you on the right. You on the right path. Thank so you, you know I what I'm saying. You. But it's episode one eight four. Shivers A by Lauren Nicole. Best podcast in the city. If you think Heck different, yeah. then you're crazy. Period. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.